Looking to upgrade your Jeep? Who is Who it, is right? right? How would you like to get free gear to make those upgrades happen even faster? Yeehaw. The Jeep Talk Show, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast, is giving you, the listener, a chance to win big-ticket items from brands you know, love, and trust. Want in on the action? We'll be giving away major Jeep gear from big-name brands every month. This isn't going to be stickers, hats, and t-shirts. We're talking about serious gear that can change your Jeep build in a big way. So listen to the show every week and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss your opportunity to win the Jeep Talk Show's biggest giveaways ever. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wendy, there will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Next entire USA, we got you. And I still think it should be we got your nose. But anyway, find out more about the tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator. The next entire Rodian MTX at nextentireusa.com. And, and, and Chuck, if I read it right, or if I read it, uh, heard you right from the last episode, uh, you may actually get uh, be willing to get some next entire Rodian MTXs uh, for, for your, uh, your <laughs> I want to call it a Gladiator, your Scrambler. <laughs> uh, actually not the scrambler i have a 1974 cj5 that i've done a spring over conversion on and it's boat sided and dovetailed and google that stuff you don't know what it is and it needs a new set of tires it's actually been sitting out in a tree row and uh, it's very sad for me it's the jeep that my my both my boys and i built and uh i'm it needs a set. It really does need a set of tires. So I might go out and buy a set of these and throw it on the official RM cattle, RM Jeep and RM Whelan Jeep. Uh, so and, I, uh, it probably wouldn't be 30, uh, 35s. So it'd probably be what, 33s, maybe 30s? So it's got 33s. Uh, there's plenty of room because it is a spring over. Uh, but I've got to test the flex. And the, the flex right now, I can stuff 33s all the way up, and I think it's got five and a half inches of lift. And um, it's very, very custom. There's nothing uh, CJ other than the tub. The fenders are different. The hood's different. The body's different. You know, everything's different on it. And uh, don't tell my dad I did that to my Jeep, but <laughs> I did do that to my Jeep. So I might, I might actually upgrade to 35s because, as you know, I did upgrade to 35s on the Scrambler, and it... God damn it. You tricked me into it. <laughs> it did make a difference. It oh, yes. really did. Yeah. John's over there going, yes, yes, yes. Oh, F yourself, John. Like, it did make a difference. The ride quality is so much better on 35s off-road than the 33s. And the I, I might buy a set of 35 Rodian MTXs and throw it on Well, the that was going to be my next know. question, if, if you were going to go with the mud terrains or not. And it, it sounds like, or maximum yeah. traction. I always say mud terrains, but it's really maximum, it's maximum traction. Yeah, mud terrain. Yeah, whatever. It's a mud terrain. Yeah. So, I because this is a rock-crawling Jeep, it does, it does okay on the road, but it's very soft. You know, it's got like 36 inches of wheel travel or articulation, like we like to say. So uh, three foot of articulation is, is quite a bit. So it's a little squirrely <laughs> yeah. on the road. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little squirrely on the road. Yeah. But um, 
off-road it's absolutely amazing you know we this is like a little spider monkey you know we kind of go everywhere with it so ah uh, i was looking at him this morning you know i'm not gonna lie you know driving down the road and i'm like ah it's time chuck just bite the bullet throw him on there and then let everyone make fun of you because you got big tires you know, you, you know uh, well it, it provides more ground clearance and that uh, obviously means you can get over things that are bigger it, it causes issues as well of course uh, yeah, like I, of course it, like I like to say no modification goes unpunished uh, but uh, a, a lot of working on Jeep for a lot of people is therapy and if it's not working on it getting it out off-road certainly is therapy right? and just interacting with other jeepers and uh, that's it's all fun and it, it just makes our life uh, more entertaining well that's how I decompressed mm-hmm. yeah you know, when I came back from first deployment here I was living in the Flint Hills in Kansas you know where you're renting this little you know, farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere. I come back, you know, and these farmhouses are little shitholes. I mean, they're 120 year old little ranch houses, got mice living in the attic and stuff. But I, I came back and uh, when you were done at Garrison, there's nothing to do at Garrison. If you're combat arms, there's nothing for you to do at stateside. So you just come back from a highly combat area to now you just sit. <laughs> and I would come home and I would throw a 12 pack of beer in the Jeep and just go out to the woods. And sometimes you just drive out to the creek and just sit there and wait till the moon came out, wait till the stars came out, and you would just, I, I would just sit back and breathe in the Jeep fumes and nature, and that was it. And man, it was, it, it healed my soul so much faster than some of my other brothers and sisters because they didn't get that opportunity to get out. You know, they didn't own a Jeep. They didn't own a way to get out and get out into the woods, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very lucky. God put that in my life. Well, you can say and that about... I was ra- you can say that about a lot of people out there that have wanted Jeeps all their lives and just never felt like it was the right thing or the, the responsible well, thing to do. And they've been missing out on having this type of experience yeah. for all the, the years of their life. Well, you like my buddy. He, you know, he lives up in Wisconsin and him and his wife are ER doctors. And, you know, I met them both in the service. They were both ER doctors in the service, very highly ranked, highly decorated combat veterans, both of them. And, you know, they're, they're up in Wisconsin and they've got the, you know, the nine to five hustle bustle of an ER um, lifestyle. And anybody that does medicine today knows that it is highly stressful, not only just trying to deal with the patient, but then also deal with the ramifications if something bad happens to that patient mm-hmm. because we live in a Sioux society, right? Right. And he came and just worked with us on the ranch for a, about a week or so, and he helped move bales, and you know, he knows Fort Riley very well and everything. And one day he got done early, and he says, what do I do? And I says, well, the keys are in the Jeeps. Just get in the keys. You know, just, just jump in the Jeep. I don't care. And I was way out you know, in, in eastern Kansas you know, building a house or doing whatever. And I come back, and that guy had the hugest smile on his face. And I jumped in my dad's Jeep because he ended up, you know, he picked the Scrambler, of course, because it's the biggest and it's got the most lights and all the fancy stuff. So he went back there and uh, out on the South 80. I get home, and I get in my dad's Jeep, and my, my butt, other buddy gets in the dad's Jeep. And we jammed down there. had a huge smile on his face, and he says, I can't believe you get to live like this. He says, what do you mean? He says, you're the most free man I have ever met in my life. And I'm sitting back going, dude, this is what I think about you. And he goes, I have no ability to do this. At the end of my work, you just go home. You can't jump in a Jeep and then just go off to the woods. 
And I thought, what a shitty life, man. You've got to have a Jeep. And he goes, I can't afford a Jeep. I said, you can't afford not to have a Jeep. Oh, you can figure out a way. Get yourself. Yeah, get yourself a square headlight YJ. Get yourself a TJ. Get yourself a nice, newer style Jeep. And I, I make fun of the plastic Jeeps. But in all reality, get yourself something with the Jeep logo on it. I don't give a shit if it's a Compass or a Patriot or whatever the hell the thingies are. Get out into the woods, man, and decompress. It doesn't matter. Just get out there. And that and and I think I sold him on it. I really did. But uh, yeah, I had never really heard of it that way. He goes, man, I've never heard of it. I never met a more free guy. Like, I don't consider myself free. I mean, I've, I'm with, very busy. With the amount of work that you do, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like freedom, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't feel like freedom. But I forget that I, I have this opportunity, and I do it all the time, but I really do forget that a lot of people don't get that lifestyle. Right. You know, I was, I was blessed to be raised like this. I think it's a normal. To have a Jeep is normal to me, and there's a lot of people that never have owned it, never have owned one, and I'm like, wow, that, that's so foreign. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. And, and it, gotta have one, man. And it may not be everybody, but it seems like a lot of the people that I just run across, uh, and you know, and I don't seek people out to talk to. That's just I'm not that type of person on the podcast, certainly, but not in person. And people will come up to me and, and want to talk to me about the Jeep. I uh, want to know what Jeep Talk Show is because I got the big stickers on the uh, on the Jeep, uh, or just say nice mm-hmm. Jeep. And uh, and and then when you do talk to them you find out that they either had a Jeep but sold it and they wish they hadn't uh, or they've right. just always been interested in Jeeps because Jeep is a very unique vehicle. And, yeah, you can drive all kinds of different vehicles. You can buy all kinds of uh, different vehicles. I mean, the, the Ford Bronco is the big flat flash in the pan currently. Uh, but right. uh, I don't hold any uh, ill will towards the Bronco. I'm just not interested in it because it's not a Jeep. Um but you know more power to right. you if you if you like that sort of thing. A, a lot of Jeepers seem to be very interested in it, and uh, but I like it from and I say this all the time. I like it from the standpoint of them uh, pushing of uh, Ford pushing uh, Jeep to do more things to make things more Jeepy. <laughs> it just and that just it, helps us out. And you know, Tony, that's not new. Oh no, right? I mean, when, when Ford made Broncos back in the late '60s, it was in they were they were competing against the actual jeep that was that had cornered the market and when bronco did that that's when willie sold it to amc and amc came out with the you know legendary 4.0 is actually a 4.2 then mm-hmm. and the 304 they were throwing the v8s in those jeeps and it's we got the uh renegade because of the bronco back in the 60s oh interesting so, yeah absolutely you and i talked about it yeah, yo, oh my God, absolutely. So Bronco was putting the two eighty nines in their in their in their Broncos, two eighty nines and three hundred twos. Don't quote me on that. I mean, it's the V eight, right? It was right. The, it was the small small V eight. So AMC came out with the three hundred four because it was bigger than the three hundred two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it, when you learn the history, you know you're doomed to repeat it, right? So that's exactly where we're at right now. And I loved it. You and I talked off air. I absolutely love when when my buddy Chris, who who's a uh, engineer for Ford, was actually talking to me about the Bronco. He goes, well, "What do you think about this?" I said, "That's sexy." He goes, "Do you want one?" I said, "Oh God, no. Those <laughs> things are pieces of shit." But it's going to make Jeep 
make something more badass. Right. Because that's exactly what happened was 60 years ago. I mean, you were alive. So how many years is that? 80, 90? I mean, that's a long time ago, right? Mm -hmm. So we were just going to do it again, man. And I, I think that's so freaking cool. You know, I God. bet you, especially the engineers at, uh, at Stellantis, FCA, Mopar, whatever, I bet you they've been pushing uh, upper management to do this, that, and the other to, to Jeeps. Let's do this. Let's add this. Let's put a V8 in a Wrangler. They, people have been wanting that forever. And, uh, they, and, of course, the executives want to go with what's safe, what works, and not something I, that stretches the, the, that may be a failure. So the great thing about competition is, is the great thing about competition is is that now the execs uh, have to really consider what the engineers uh, and uh, lower management has been recommending, and and we win. Right. The consumer wins when that happens. Consumer wins. Yes, the consumer wins. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Hey, the JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that's also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. And uh, now, did you, did you realize that we're like 13 minutes into the show and it's teaser time? <laughs> and people don't even know who I am. <laughs> Should I let What's, him know? Who's that voice? <laughs> Who is that kid? So we're going to try something here. Uh, that for you, the listeners, I strongly recommend getting onto the Discord server. Like, this is Chuck. You got my you got my voice. You got my name. Okay, so the Discord server is pretty bitching, and you need to get on it, and this is why. I'm going to do something right now, and you're not going to know what the hell I'm talking about. But if you were on the Discord server, you would know. All right, let's try it. All right, you ready? Here we go. Bob, you're right. I'm not a quitter. I'm drinking another beer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Discord server is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot like the Zoom meeting that we have on Tuesdays at 8 p.m., uh, but this is something you can do, uh, well, you know, when you're at work and you're, you're in, going to the bathroom, you can get on the Discord server and, and do something besides sit yeah. there and uh, think about your, your thoughts and what the hell is that smell? <laughs> there, there is a lot of truck stops that have the discord server I, I i i look at the discord server in a lot of truck stops in kansas not gonna lie <laughs> oh man uh, you need to start putting in the, on the stalls there uh, for a good time go to and then put the discord server information for the jeep talk show <laughs> yeah you need to send me some stickers i should start just putting jeep, jeep talk so sh stickers all the all the bathrooms hey man i saw you guys in your sticker in the shitter and i had to try it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear you all the time in stall number three <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny somebody laughing in the stall and you, you know it's just a eerie feeling if it's all nice and quiet in there and then somebody starts giggling in the, the stall next to you <laughs> <laughs> hi i'm tony and i go out of my way not to giggle in the stall next to you because i don't want you thinking anything that untorrid is going on uh -oh. <laughs> i'm a host on this show i have uh I have things I have to live up to. <laughs> standards? You don't have any standards, Tony. I'm telling you right now. There's no standards. Well, I try to do my best. Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. 
You know, uh, Josh has brought us up to date with Harvey Harvey Weinstein Weinstein uh, and uh, Chrysler uh, having this uh, this lawsuit because uh, I don't know if you remember this story, Chuck, where uh, Harvey was uh, was gifted <laughs> like a, a 2018 2017 yeah. uh, Wrangler, and he was driving the Wrangler, which must mean he enjoyed it. Uh, not a yeah. not a person that is not without money, and he was driving this this Wrangler, hit a Jeep, and then right. wanted money from FCA, Mopar, whoever, Chrysler, because he got injured. Yeah, I I I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't understand. I, you go outside unless you're covered in bubble wrap, things may happen to you. I think he's reaching right because isn't he in a bad place right now? <laughs> yes. like it, I mean he's he's not in like Toledo or Florida right I mean he's in a bad place so I think he's reaching because he's a dirtbag <laughs> well yeah honestly like like me you do what you can so uh, in the uh, the June 7th complaint Weinstein sought 5 million in damages over the August 17th 2019 accident in Bedford, Bedford New York uh, which he said left him catastrophically injured and with significant pain from spinal and back injuries okay uh, how did the deer yeah. affair in that 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 ordeal <laughs> yeah so uh anyway the, the, the zach terrible yeah. driver is what happened well you just got to move the deer crossing signs to a place that is uh, safer for vehicles and the deer um, so, <laughs> so uh, the the news here is that Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, uh, and the U.S. business of Fiat Chrysler Automotive uh, Stellantis agreed to end competing lawsuits. <laughs> Apparently, they were suing him over a 2019 crash, and which now the uh, imprisoned former Hollywood movie producer. Flipped a Jeep Wrangler while trying to avoid, and I wanted to say beer, but it actually says deer. Was flipped the Wrangler <laughs> while trying to avoid a deer. So I, I guess the deer came out okay. I, I mean, it turns out that Harvey Weinstein actually does care about little animals. Ugh, he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> it's a strange. I mean, I, it's I, a strange story. I mean, just how the Harvey Weinstein story is just a strange story. I mean, this is the Sue happy life that we live in. Like, this guy and his lawyers are just creepy enough to do this shit. And unfortunately, Stellantis had to fork over a bunch of stuff to their attorneys, and we oh, have yeah. to pay for it by their freaking Jeeps. And I just really wish that I knew, like, a couple inmates that might have a cell block next to this guy and go, hey, bro, from the Jeep talk show, <laughs> like, we need to get some of our tax money back. Like, can you go into this guy's cell and, like, just get some tax money from this guy? Now, God, I, I don't it, read anything here that says that he got any money, like, as a, in the word settlement, undisclosed no, amount, or anything like that. The lawyers still get paid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, the Stellantis' lawyers are still getting paid to fight this idiot that is stupid enough to try to fight someone because he doesn't really give a shit about the consumer's or the customers of Stellantis, which is us, mm -hmm. right? So the well, vehicles well, are he more cares, expensive. He, he cares about people, expensive. just not in the way you, you would like for him to, uh, Chuck. <laughs> right. Yes. I got it. Got that part. 
costing us money for him to be alive. Yeah, like, just kill him. Well, that's very true. I, I mean, yeah, I know I'm sorry. They're, they're, they're keeping him in uh, in prison. Well, that's that's actually a a, a, a big uh, a lot of people that are for the uh, the death penalty. This is like, why are we spending thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year on uh, on somebody that did something that uh, really legally they they could be uh, put to death for? And uh, right, uh, yeah. The only thing I can say to that is is that uh, when DNA evidence came out, there was a lot of people that had been killed had been executed. Uh, that uh, DNA said otherwise, and that's that's just going to be horrible, right. horrible feeling. And I think everybody involved yes. doesn't like that idea that you know they won the case, but as it turns out, the guy or lady probably didn't do it. But anyway, back to this story. So uh, yeah. I think it's funny they talk about the lawsuit being dropped in this story, but what's really interesting is is that, uh, and maybe you have to do this, do this in stories, but they uh, they they add Weinstein seventy. Uh, is serving a 23-year prison sentence following his February 2020 jury conviction in Manhattan for sexual assault and rape. So, has nothing to do with the lawsuit, but we got to we got to make sure we throw that in there <laughs> about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> they're just trying to make sure that we know it's the same guy that's, that's the true. bag. That that's we that's probably true. About. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Weinstein's. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's really sad, but anyway, it's over. They're, the the lawsuits have been dropped, and Good. this uh, this story is going to go away. And uh, I still want to know if they were able to do any part parting out of that 2017 Wrangler, because you know, parts are parts. Parts are parts. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, I know you've been asking this question, Chuck. What's new for 2023 in the Jeep Gladiator? Damn it! I want one so bad. They're, they're they're a lot of fun. Uh, I got to drive it today. You know, I, I go into work two days a week, and I got to drive it into work today, and it, it, it's just so much fun to drive. I mean, especially lifted uh, and a few little modifications done to it with bumpers and, yeah. and whatnot. It just it makes a big difference. I mean, getting it brand new in stock configuration was fine, but uh, getting it lifted and uh, sliders and uh, you know, I'm looking at uh, uh, skid plates, a whole same. skid plate system from Motobuilt. Uh, I gotta send yep. you. I gotta send you a picture of that thing. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And I, uh, my buddy Matt sent me. My buddy Matt in California sent me his because he's he was so scared to take his on the Rubicon, and he of course he he's taken his on the Rubicon now. But it is an entire skid plate that almost goes from like axle to axle. Yeah, it's the whole freaking belly of that it, thing and that's a tuna boat and it's just, a lot of weight yeah well i think i think that the, the whole skid system for the gladiator is 240 pounds and you know what that means when you Jeez. got 240 pounds down low that means you can take corners really fast <laughs> you need a bigger belt if you've got that much weight down low you need a bigger belt period <laughs> well it's just that you're assuming that's belly weight uh, but uh, so, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the 2023 Jeep Gladiator engineered from the ground up to be the most off-road capable Jeep truck ever. Can you can you tell this is from Jeep? It builds on the rich heritage of tough, dependable trucks with a unmatched combination of rugged utility, authentic Jeep design, open air freedom 
clever function and versatility. Oh, you know, I like that. It's like uh, we were saying with the uh, the, the function and uh, form and function. This is the, another way of saying it. Uh, this is like a thesaurus for us. Clever functionality and versatility. So uh, they're, they're continuing on with the powertrain being the 3.6 liter Pentastar V8. I'm sorry, V6. That would be nice if it was a V8. Uh, with uh, engine stop start. Boo. And a, a 3.0 liter eco diesel engine. Also with start stop because, you know, starting and stopping the diesel is, is a great idea. It's, it's probably fine. So uh, it is a, a versatile box, uh, body on frame design, front and rear five link suspension system solid axles and electronic lockers of course they're probably talking about the, the rubicon uh gladiator is one of the few mid-sized trucks to ever offer a six-speed manual transmission in addition to its available eight-speed automatic the eight-speed automatic is wonderful it is so nice and my really choice was the six-speed manual uh but Come to find out, the the clutch, pressure plate, and all that stuff in, that they had in there, at least for the 2021, is crap. Um, so I actually, uh, because I got the the Max Tow package, I was it was mandated that I get the uh, the automatic. So I actually dodged a bullet on that one. Well, I hear the automatics actually have a better towing rate than the manuals. I believe that's true. Is that true? I believe that is true. Um, I think that's true. And it may have been why, uh, uh, that may have been why I had to have it for the max tow, because the max tow is like a uh, max tow of uh, 7,610 or 60 pounds, which is amazing. I just, I, that's that's a lot for a little pickup. Yes, it is. That's a ton. Well, it's uh, three yeah. tons. <laughs> now, now that we're on the tow, yeah, damn it, yeah. Now that we're on the towing thing, like here, here's the deal. This is my dream. I want a Gladiator so I can tow my Scrambler. Isn't that cool? To, to yeah. Jeep events, yeah. Like, I want a black, I want a black Gladiator with the BPOS three, towing my Jeep, my Scrambler with the BPS two on it, and then you know have my kid or whatever bring Dad's original BPOS, which is the CJ five. I think that would be the neatest thing. It'd steal the show. Oh, I really do. When the Gladiator first came out, that's exactly what I was saying. How cool would it be to have a Jeep towing a Jeep to take it off road? Um, yes. And, and yes. I love that idea, but I never thought that that I would be doing that. And uh, I'm so glad I did. Uh, I think that uh, uh, I'm lining up. Uh, I think I pay about five hundred dollars a month just for the the payment of the uh, of the Gladiator. Uh, it's not a it's not a Rubicon. I'm yeah, it's not a Rubicon. It's just a a, a Sport S, and uh, but I kind of like that anyway. Besides uh, not being able to afford a Gladiator, uh, this allows me to uh, modify things that I want to modify on it, and not just buy it yeah. from Jeep. What's the difference between the Rubicon and the Sport S, other than the lockers? Um, there's I think it comes with uh, rock sliders. Uh, I think uh, the okay. the front uh, the front. The bolt. Front fender flares uh, give you like another two inches of travel. Uh, in, in other words, those front fender flares uh, give you more room for flex. Uh, it has a okay. um, automatic, uh, you can uh, push button to, uh, uh, what is the thing? The sway bar. Uh, the, the put, uh, I don't press Press a button to turn the, uh, the connect or disconnect the sway, sway bar. Disconnect. Yeah. And, um, hmm. Okay, so that's... Is there an aftermarket one of those? Everything else is just a bolt-on thing right now. So is there an aftermarket 
switchy, turny, offy thing? I don't know, but honestly, uh, because of some of the issues uh. they've been having with the 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 Rubicons and the JKs, the JLs, and the 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 JTs uh, not disconnecting or reconnecting, uh, I would per- I would just prefer to have something I can manually disconnect than than rely on the automatic. They make thing. manual. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I've got on my uh, my Sport S. Um, so I have oh, and this is critical. Uh, if you get the hardtop uh, Gladiator uh, that is a Rubicon, it is color matched to the rest of the vehicle. So that's important. Uh, okay. So th- well, that that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's like lights before fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I mean you definitely have to have the lights. <laughs> Well, I, I had to do it. You got to see where oh, you're going, so, right? So the sport has so a guy like me. <laughs> so Travis right now is is yelling at at his radio, going, "No, Chuck, don't go the down the dark side." But if I buy <laughs> buy a sport S from a local guy, not anybody from back east, I can just put ARBs underneath it and you know rip off them stupid plastic fender flares and yep. paint my top. Well, I, this is going down a rabbit yeah, hole, I, but the the, I, the top is textured. So you'd actually have to get it sanded and filled in and everything else. So it's a little more to that. I did when try to I did try to talk the dealer, uh, the the South Fork uh, dealership, uh, the owner. I tried to talk him into uh, pulling a uh, one of the red tops off a Rubicon and giving it to me. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. He, you know. So you gotta, you gotta this ask. When's coming out? Um, this is it. This is the twenty three. When's it coming out? Do we know? Well, it's like uh, they. I don't know. Or is it? Uh, I think. They, I think they come out this month. I think that the the 2023s are the year models. The the next year models come out around September, so it's probably coming out now. But I don't have that information. I don't have that information in the story. So uh, let's see. Uh, the uh, The Jeep Gladiator Freedom uh, Special Edition includes the capability uh, capability enhancements and a unique uh, exterior features, such as a Oscar Mike badge. Got to have that on the rear tailgate. LED yeah. headlamps uh, and fog lamps. Body-colored fender flares, which mine has body-colored mm. colored fender flares, uh, winch-capable yeah. steel front bumpers. Oh, that's nice. The the winch-capable steel bumpers on the Gladiators are very nice, as well as the the JL. Uh, so that's that's a that's a nice add-on. So uh, that it gives you that factory look, but you can still add a winch. Um, I prefer. Yep. I per- personally don't lo- really didn't want the factory look anyway. I'd much rather have something that's uh, very custom. And uh, steel rock rails. Uh, oh, and this answers a lot of the questions. What the difference is? So this is the uh, the Freedom Edition. This isn't even the Rubicon. Black wheels and accents and American flag decal along the side of each vehicle. Inside the Gladiator Freedom Special Edition boasts boasts leather trimmed. Oh, a leather trimmed cloth seats. That confused me. I was like, was it leather leather or cloth? But leather trimmed leather trim. cloth cloth seats and black accents accent stitching i like that because i don't think i mean all leather sounds good and certainly smells good but i don't think i would want all leather in a jeep that i was taking off road no always because dude we i get so freaking dirty off road that sweaty and you get them in cloth seats and then it just goes down well yeah and then it just goes down into the cloth and you i could never get it out Mm -hmm. so i like the i i've always liked the leather yeah 100% 100% leather. So, uh, Willie's trim now comes with standard uh, proximity keyless entry. Uh, that's how they get you. Uh, so, do you know what that Key. proximity keyless entry is? Do you have that on the, the Dodge truck? Yeah, all the all the trucks have that key fob thingy. 
but this yep. this actually unlocks the door for you when you get close to it. There's no button to press. Yep. You just walk. Okay, good. Yep. So uh, I thought that would be kind of cool. And actually, I thought the, the, the Gladiator I was buying came with that and I was surprised when it didn't. But in the big scheme of things, uh, for me to have to pull a, a handle to get in the vehicle, it's that's not a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw I saw a YouTube about that where you could add it to, to the Gladiator. It was real easy to do, and it cost about uh, three hundred bucks for the stuff. So you could uh, at least yeah. on the twenty twenty one, you could you could add it uh, fairly easily. Uh, my my wife gets very at me because I, I just leave all the keys in the trucks. Like, just leave them in there. And she gets so mad. Like, we'll go to a restaurant, and then, you know, we'll eat or whatever, and we'll go back in, and she's like, hey, where are the keys? I'm like, oh, in the cab. She goes, what? Like, look, like really? Like, yes. If someone's going to steal it, they're going to steal it. And I will go in the morning and go to get in my truck, and she will have taken my damn key out <laughs> the night before because she's afraid. I'm like, we have no neighbors. If they're going to steal something, the freaking dogs are going to eat their nuts. Like, no one's going to come out here. So, I don't give a shit if there's keyless entry or not in anything because the keys are in it. It doesn't matter to me. Well, it'll all be, always be ready because the I keys are right fly, there. But yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we all don't right. anything. And, and here's the big news, which is very concerning for all off-roaders. Uh, new exterior color. High velocity. It replaces the snazberry. Which people at the dealership would actually call red. I like that snazberry stuff. It was good, really but it wasn't like a red. It. it was a maroon. So, yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what hi, what high velocity color is. I mean, what happened to blue, red, uh, light red, pink? You know, <laughs> actual colors. It's not extreme. You have to have extreme stuff. It's twenty twenty. What the hell ever anymore? Everything's got to be fancy. I get the feeling it's blue. So. <laughs> Jeep talk show. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, you're up high in the sky. It's it's a kind of a blue color. I just hope it's not a powder blue like that AMC Gremlin I first uh, first drove. But uh, yeah. So <laughs> hey, uh, if you've got a news tip or you have a response to any one of our stories, make sure to let us know by phone or email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com/contact to find out how. The longest opening and uh, this week in Jeep news stories ever on the Jeep Talk Show. whatever yeah you're listening to a 4x4 radio network podcast yes you are you gotta check out all the shows all the podcasts that are like minded um, off road Uh, I mean we've got the the, the on the trail podcast and they're great technically Kevin and Scott they have a lot of good technical information on that show Uh, just fun to listen to uh, Trail Chasers, uh, I recently was listening to uh, Trail Chasers do a, not a simulcast, but they were watching the new uh, Predator movie and critiquing it <laughs> while they watched it. <laughs> really? Yeah, seriously. And then and then the following episode, they apologized for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Cares, if, man? Do what you want. You, you don't know unless you try. Uh, the Center Steer Podcast, uh, which is all about uh, Land Rovers, and I like to give uh, John our time and say Range Rovers, and that just makes him, this sets him off. <laughs> and the 4x4 Podcast. Uh, Dan, great friend, and uh, also uh, in the Army, uh, as, uh, as you were, Chuck. And uh, he's actually yeah. stationed over in uh, South Korea currently. I wonder if he could uh, ship over some uh, Nexon tires for us uh, easier than, uh, than what Paul can. <laughs> 
Uh, so lots of great off-road shows, and it's all for free. And it's at all at the 4x4radionetwork.com. Uh, we'll see you there. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is in my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast, been a lifelong Jeeper myself, continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. You know, uh, Chris, uh, our illustrious uh, guest acquisition person, 100% volunteer, doing a great job for us. Uh, He is uh, taking uh, submissions for guest interviews again. Uh, We're, uh, I think uh, we're we're running out of uh, the... the past recorded interviews uh coming uh coming i think we'll i think we're done in like november so uh, about mid-november so we're going to start recording interviews again if you've been waiting you've been wanting to get on the show uh you've been wanting to do an interview promote uh, something a, a story your jeep uh your business your company uh now's the time to uh to reach out to us and just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you'll see how to do that yeah, I would love just to have listeners call in and just tell a Jeepin story. Like, I, I think it's cool that sometimes we get this stuff for like, like this is their they're promoting their widget. But I like Jeepin stories. Just call in and tell us a story. Oh, and, cool. and we always say everybody has a story to tell. Uh, it doesn't actually mean it's going to be good, yeah. but we don't know until we hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of things that go on out there that uh, that you know you think isn't worth uh, anybody hearing, uh, but yet you still tell your friends uh, while you're drinking. So why not tell us? I'll be drinking. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I like to give a congratulations to Josh. On the addition of his new family member. And it reminds me of a story of when Wendy, my lovely wife, not go. the lovely co-host. So the lovely co-host could be my wife. Yeah. My wife could be the lovely co-host. I'm not picky about who misplaces my keys. <laughs> she was in labor giving birth to our first hatchling. And the nurse asked if I was going to film the birth. I said, are you kidding? I had a hard time talking her into filming the conception. <laughs> yeah, she squeezed my hand and said... One of us ain't going to survive this. <laughs> well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that this economy really sucks nowadays. When I was a kid, I used to go to the drugstore with a dollar and get four comic books, a pack of gum, a bag of chips, and a cold drink. Yeah, nowadays they just have cameras everywhere. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. And you have a good one. Bye. We do not promote or approve shoplifting for any of our Jeep Talk Show listeners. So it's funny. Do what you want. But you- <laughs> it's funny. He, you know, you were talking about keys earlier, and and he called that thing in like two, three days ago. He had no idea there's there was going to be a a key theme on this episode. Nikki G do a lot. Nikki G and I do a lot of backstage stuff together. I don't think you know that, but <laughs> Nikki G and I are like bestest friends on Wednesdays. People you know? are people are holding uh, Jeep talk show meetings without me involved. That's that says a lot, I think. Yeah, they're they're a hell of a lot funner when you're not there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs>
This segment of the show is brought to you by Lugnuts. There's nothing like Lugnuts to secure a wheel to a Jeep. Get yours now and be sure to ask for genuine Lug brand nuts for your Jeep wheels. That's Lugnuts. All right, this is the one you've been waiting for. We're going to be having an interview with S.J. Conrad of Motobuilt. That's Motobuilt.com. And don't pretend like you've never been there. You've seen this beautiful stuff that they make for, for Jeeps. It's just absolutely wonderful. And, of course, uh, a, a non, uh, what do you call it, non-paid plug, uh, the, the Jeep Talk Show, the 2121 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator has uh, Motobuilt bumpers front and rear. You saw those bumpers out at the event, uh, uh, Chuck, didn't you? Or were you too jealous to look at my yeah. Gladiator? I can't remember. No, I don't look at anybody else's Jeep. <laughs> no, never. Uh, those bumpers are just so, <laughs> so pretty. The, uh, the, the, the rear bumper has that wraparound, the one I got, the Crusher series, uh, Rock Crusher, I think it's Rock Crusher, uh, the series that, uh, that has the wraparound. Uh, so uh, everybody appreciates a wraparound, uh, and it protects the lower. <laughs> it protects the the lower rocker and that like twelve or eighteen inch uh, area that's behind the rear tires because you know you can get rock rails and they and that protects the the majority of the the rocker, but it doesn't protect that area between the back of the Gladiator uh, from the rear tires all the way back. So like it's he it may he may be twenty four inches. I don't know. Uh, but uh, and, and I, don't, I think it's five and a half feet. For yours, I think it's five. <laughs> it may and a half be, feet. but uh, it's not. It's not very much room, and they charge you like uh, our companies will charge you like three or four hundred dollars just to protect that little bit. Of course, you don't want to damage it, so you wind up paying the money. Well, I got around that by finding a bumper that incorporates the that into the bumper and actually has a tie-in, just like the Rubicon uh, bumpers do. And that's another thing you were asking about Rubicon uh, the, on the. Uh, uh, the the this week in uh, Jeep. So that's another thing Rubicon, I think, comes with the protection for uh, all of the, the entire rocker on the Gladiator. Anyway, really yeah. nice bumpers. We're going to be talking to uh, uh, S.J. Yeah. Conrad coming up this, uh, this Thursday on our interview episode that we have a new one every Thursday. I think it's cool that they're handmade. Like, I... I don't know much well, about... Well, you know there's built, machines involved, a, right? I mean, it's not exactly handmade. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. But it's not like a freaking, you know, like a giant line of stuff in China that they're just putting crap together. Like there is an actual welder type guy there that's making sure that this shit is built correctly. And I've seen a bunch of Jeeps with this motor built stuff on it. And they all are very good looking Jeeps. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a couple listeners that, that have a lot of motor build on their Jeeps. And I, I like them. They're very good looking. I've wheeled with a couple of them. And I, I like their stuff. I don't have a Jeep that they make stuff for, but if I did, I would buy it. Well, you know, that's why I, I, I when I interview uh, people that make Jeep stuff, if they have XJ stuff still, I thank them because that's something that XJs have been made th- since 2001. So 21 years ago, and they're still building stuff for the XJ. I mean, XJ is an amazing platform, and it makes sense uh, that, that people uh, would still be buying things for it. But it's kind of hard to, and, and this was this used to be true. It's not so much true now because the prices have gone up so high on the XJs. But it's kind of hard to, to get somebody to, to spend $500 for a bumper to put on a $500 XJ. <laughs> It's like, you know, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. 
I did the, of course, my XJ, you I got, bought brand new. So I, I've got uh, $700 bumpers on a uh, an XJ that I, I spent $24,000 for way back in 98. Just to get groceries? Like, that is a lot of money. Hey, I, I guarantee you, I will get there and get back with the groceries. Unless it's long distances, then well, you're going to overheat. No, I uh, I think that it'll uh, I think it'll be okay now. the The winch isn't in front of uh, the the in front of the grill anymore. Did you get it fixed? You think I, you did? I, I don't know. I, I mean, whenever I got the stubby bumper in from Motobilt, I uh, I moved the uh, the the worn winch off of the XJ onto the Gladiator because uh, I I didn't want there was no reason to actually have you know more winches than I was using because the the XJ uh, needs to have some. I got to do some work to it before I can uh, drive it. And uh, it's not a lot of work. It's just I just got to get out there and do it. Um, but um, <clears throat> so uh, I, I'm thinking that if it doesn't have that uh, winch blocking it, I was actually thinking I might take that winch, uh, take it off and take it someplace to get them, since I don't have a welder or know how to weld, uh, get them to uh, extend the winch uh, mounting plate lower so uh, i could put a winch in there oh and you know i actually forgot about this i bought a what's the thing on top on the top of the winch it's like the solenoid uh doodad or whatever uh I, sure I, it's a neck thingy yeah i bought a kit for the worn winch so that i can uh, remove that and then move that like uh, in under the hood someplace and that would give me more airflow. Yep. And I just never got to it before buying the Gladiator. So I'll probably get another worn winch like what I have or maybe get a better uh, worn winch for the uh, for the Gladiator. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. But if, uh, first off, I've got to get the uh, uh, the, the front uh, drive shaft um, fixed. Uh, uh, make it, it needs to be longer. I've got a transmission line link leak leak. And uh, what else? There was something else. Oh, uh, where the, uh, the Atlas comes up through the floor. I need to do a lot of metal work there because, man, that gets hot on a summer day driving with that uh, nothing between you and well, the you outside have, world with except for carpet. You don't have a boot there? Oh, yeah, but nice. there's it needs a lot more than a boot. There's It's a large hole uh, where they – because I, I, oh, I had them whenever they were doing the belly pan. <clears throat> I asked them, I said, you're probably going to have to clock the, the, the Atlas up higher to get that belly pan on there for the, the long arms. And they did. They got. They really clocked the hell out of it. It's really nice. It's up really high now, and doesn't hang down at nearly as much as it used to whenever I installed it. But it, by doing that, they had to cut out a lot of the metal there on the this the what do you call that yeah, uh, the so tunnel? You need, yeah, you need you need to make a tunnel. Yep. Yeah. So I just need to cover that up, and then then the boot boot will be fine. I just need to make that hole a lot smaller, so a lot less hot air comes through there. And man, when it's summertime yep. and the heat from the four <laughs> You feel it. <laughs> I had to yes. put a towel there to protect my leg from all that that heating. It wasn't going to burn me, but man, it would get me really hot, and not in a good way. Uh, <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> I did. I hey, did. you know it's very easy to sign up for our newsletter. Chuck, are you signed up for a newsletter? I don't think you are. Are you? I I am. <laughs> I do get it. Okay, good. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, as Chuck did, and you'll find a link to click and sign up. And don't worry, it's as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Lord knows why you would unsubscribe, but, uh, you know, you can do it. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's all there is for the Jeep Talk Show for now, Jeeper. Until our next show, 
Be sure and uh, I mentioned TikTok. How about Instagram? We have a lot of fun on Instagram. Go over to Instagram. And oh, and by the way, whenever you uh, post something, anything, I don't care if it's about grandma's broken hip, uh, add the hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways uh, there on your social media post. And it's not just Instagram, all of them. Yeah, even Pinterest. I'm not getting on Pinterest, but, but yeah, if you're on Pinterest, put the hashtag Jeep Talk Show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. What? What, Chuck? What? I said, you bet. I do that stuff all the time. I'll send pictures of me doing hay or cattle or whatever. Hell yeah. That's what Jeep people do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've been guessing since 2010.